Hey, Cameron. Hi, Chad. How you doing today? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Well, I have a confession to make. Okay. I went, so I went up to my cat, Ripley, and I was like, Ripley, it's time for you to start school because it's, it's the season, right? Everyone's getting their backpacks and their notebooks and their crayons. And he said, Dad, I'm too cool for school. And I went, you're right. And uh, this is the first time that I, as a parent, an actual honest-to-God parent, had to admit that my, my little kitty is too cool for school. So he's not going to school. He's just staying at home. And uh, not, basically nothing's changed. But I do, think, I do think Ripley thinks he's too cool for me. Like, I'll pick him up, and he'll look at me like I'm an asshole, and I should put him down. Because, like, he's, not, he's over this shit. Like, you know, I can't be doing that. He's got street cred. The birds see him and he threatens the birds sometimes he eats a spider like you know he, he he's got a he's got a brave face he's got to put on i'm i'm sorry what's the confession i forgot how i set this up i'll be honest i started drinking okay cuz I, I had that it- idea i'm enjoying the story but i thought you were building towards something and then you trailed oh, off so i didn't fuck know how to no. like- I had this, I had this, like, I picked him up, like, a week ago, and I was like, Ripley, you're too cool for school, and I was like, oh, I gotta say that on the podcast, I'll turn that into a thing, and then as I, no, as we thing. sat down, I was like, I didn't, I wouldn't workshop this at all. <laughs> why, why would I prepare for this show? I, I actually, I had a skit, I had an opening skit for us to do together. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't prepare it either, so look forward to that next week, everyone. See, I, I bet you don't prepare it next week either, though. We'll still, like, just wing it because... Oh, we'll see. You know. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> I love... So, um, last night I was playing VR chat, and yes. Joe logs on, and he wants to play with us, right? Me and my friend. Mm-hmm. Now, he doesn't, like, he doesn't watch Red Letter Media, so he doesn't get it. But my friend wanted to see that red letter media world. And so I took him there and Joe shows up. And it's just it's funny because Joe's there and he's happy to be in VR land. But me and my friend were just like sitting on the set and we just keep yelling, AIDS. And Joe doesn't get the reference. I feel like you can get on board with a joke that's just AIDS. Maybe not. I just it's one of these things where I don't know how often we say this, but it's become a catchphrase to step back and look at what we're doing for a pastime and say, how do you explain this to a caveman? Yeah, that uh, me and Joe do once in a while. That's from uh, Rooster Teeth. It's really, uh, well, Rooster Teeth didn't invent that. No, but it's where I heard it. We just, we live in weird times, don't we? We do. I, I think about that often, and sometimes it's kind of like charming and great, and other times it's like, I can't wait till the sky is just on fire and I'm going to work like nothing has changed. AIDS. AIDS indeed. How's your week been? Um, uh, uh, okay. Yours? That sounds about, yeah, it's been all right. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I've have any like, interesting stories about cats to share. I'm sorry. Not everybody has interesting stories like I do about cats. I do have, I do, okay, I had a vocal lesson this week. And I bring this up because it was maybe the one time I was kind of iffy on a lesson. And I didn't really realize it until after. And this is going to take a little bit of setup, so sorry. But I, I've been taking lessons with Mark for a while. We've been working on uh, false chord screaming, and I've probably done a handful of examples on the show, usually while I'm drunk, so they don't sound very good. But I've I've gotten decent at it. I really like the tone. I can do some fun sounds. Uh, I think I think I could, like, if I wanted to be in a band, I could probably, like, audition and be, like, a runner-up, if nothing else. And so we start the lesson, and we have a couple options, the paths we can take. And he, he kind of jumps on me and he says, okay, so some of the vocalists I really like, what they're using to make the distortion is less their false chords and more like their arytenoid cartilage, which is about a half an inch above your vocal folds. 
well, you're above your vocal cords. So it's kind of like right underneath the base of your jaw. And you have these kind of sacks of, of stuff. And you can bring those together and create distortion with those. And so some of the deathcore bands I talk about, I'm like, man, that vocalist is great. I wonder how he's doing this sound because it seems like he can get this really good kind of clacky guttural sound, but it's clean. It's very crisp. It doesn't have a lot of air going through it. And it turns out that's the answer. So I have like that mystery has been solved. Um, the problem with using your retinoid cartilage to make sounds is you don't have direct control over that. Whereas I have direct control over bringing my false chords together. If I go, <clears throat> that's that, that clearing my throat brings them together. And so I have enough muscle control over those where I can hold them there and make noise. So in order to move the retinoid stuff, you have to kind of trick it into moving. And we ended up spending like the lesson doing different Muppet voices because it always comes back to that. Uh, trying to figure out how to get me to do this. And by the end of the lesson, I didn't really figure it out. And I'm kind of going, do I need it? And I'm at this really weird position now where like the cutting edge of, of death metal vocals and whatever a lot of the big names are doing and like this is like kind of becoming the new standard is screaming this way and i spent like almost a year or more learning how to do what i do and i'm like i'm finally comfortable and happy with it and it's sort of like hey do you want to relearn like a new thing uh you kind of need the fundamentals like it's not like we're starting over from scratch it's sort of like you learn algebra and now you learn calculus like you need to know algebra to do calculus but i'm kind of i I'm at this point where I don't know if I actually want to learn calculus. Like, I, I don't need calculus. I think what I got is probably good enough. But then it puts me at it's like, yeah, but it's good enough where I want to be. But then lessons are over $100. So I have to, like, actually decide what I want to do because my wallet will be upset if I decide wrong. Um, it's it's a weird position to be in, Cameron. I don't, I don't know what to do. Did I tell you I sold my trombone? No, I didn't. Know. Why would you do that? I just, I could not get it. Yeah, um, I don't know how to play a trombone. I know they're very uh, breast support heavy instruments because they're, a, you know, they're not technically a wind instrument, but you blow in them, right? Well, that, um, that's the funny part. Uh, That's the part I'm good at. I can blow very well. Like, I got lungs on me. I just, I could not get it to, uh, it, it, there's like a trick you do with your tongue to make the different sounds. And I was, I was practicing for a while and I could not, uh, I could not do anything besides one specific sound. Like sure. one note, you know, that's like, I, I just can't do it. I mean, I like my dumbass hasn't touched the bass guitar in like a year now. And I think at a certain point with an instrument, like I know Joe's self teaching himself how to play guitar and he's doing a really good job at it. I, I think for this kind of stuff, I need lessons. I just, I need someone to tell me at least the basics. Here's how you hold it. Here's how you strum. Here's how you not fuck up. That is going to like ruin you a year from now because you start developing bad habits early. It's really hard to unlearn those. So I guess I don't blame you. I don't know how many people are teaching lessons where you live for trombone, right? I don't know if it's a popular instrument. Well, it's also one of those things where I, I sat down and was like, okay, the next step is to get actual lessons. Mm -hmm. So do I want to do that? And it's like, you know what? No, I got, I want to learn how to make like EDM music. I want to, uh, I want to draw my comic more. Like I, it's like, I, I got other pastimes I can focus on. So it's like, okay, I got to yeah. step away. This was well, a loss. I'm, and it's okay. I'm having that issue, right? Like I got home today I did. I did some vocal practice. So just not not the stuff Mark wants me to practice. I was like, I don't want to deal with that right now. I'm kind of, I'm whatever on that. I want to just play around with the noises I'm doing, and have some fun with it. And I did, and it was it went pretty well. Um, but then I'm working on music video shit now and other music stuff. And then there's I I started editing my current book again, which I have not worked on today and feel bad about. Probably will not get to it today based on the time. I. I don't, then we're doing this podcast, like, I have a lot of stuff I do, and I I don't know what to do with myself sometimes, like, eventually something's gotta give, and I'm kinda worried 
what that will be. I don't want to stop doing any of this stuff because like the terror is if I stop doing any one thing, I will forget how to do it forever, which is stupid and it's not true, but it I can't make that go away. That anxiety will never leave me. It, it, yeah, sometimes those things don't quite leave us. It's just a matter of, uh, I don't know, dealing with them, yeah. managing them. I have a feeling I'm going to end up telling Mark that, you know what, I'm pretty good with the compressed false chord I'm doing. I'll, I can get all of the sounds I want to get. I just can't pronounce words well with most of them. Uh, and if I learned to do it this other way, I would actually gain pronunciation abilities and I'd be able to hold a note for longer. But I can hold a note for like eight to ten seconds now. Ten's kind of hard, but I can do eight fairly reliably. That's twice as long as when I started. I can write around that limitation. Like, I don't know. Do I need to learn calculus? Like, I don't, I don't think so. I, I would prefer to learn trigonometry which in this case would be high screams like i want i really want to know how to do those I, I i understand the mechanics or i don't know really good algebra right like i i don't know it, it's it's a it's weird uh, the things i invest a lot of emotion in i'm just like i'm explaining this and i think i sound dumb but maybe i don't but i feel dumb no, you don't and honestly like i think anyone listening to the show They've had an opportunity to listen to the progress you've made. You know, it's not mm -hmm. like you're walking away with nothing here. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm still going to take lessons with Mark. It's just yeah. a matter of being like, hey, teacher, the, the direction, I've made an but... executive decision. The, the the voice we're trying to do, by the way, is uh, the Swedish chef from the Muppets. But it has to be done in a very particular way. Because I can kind of just do it, but it's... There has to be like air resistance. Like you're 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 like if you lift something or really heavy and you're trying to talk, you kind of tense up and you don't really talk. And so you have I have to like talk through that position. And getting in that position is really hard. And then talking through it is really, really hard. And I don't know how like he's like, oh we should we'll start this and then we'll we'll do the other thing at the other half of the lesson. It's like, I don't know why you thought I could learn this in twenty five minutes. Uh I don't know. I don't know where to start with EDM. Yeah, um, that's going to be hard because, yeah. <laughs> like, all the really good EDM I like, like, Alinium, fucking love that dude. I know, like, all, he's either using extremely expensive, expensive synths or they're all, like, custom stuff, like, whereas... I'm a basic bitch. I'm going to use the presets I like. And I don't want to do much more than that because music's hard enough. And I think f what you're going to need to do is find a really good couple of free synths, like virtual instrument synths, and just play with them. But then yeah, I know I you wanted that's... to sample weird shit. And I think you have a really good mindset for that because like your version of weird shit and other people's version of weird shit are very different. So you're like, I want the Furby sound where someone else is like, I want to hit a piece of metal with another piece of metal and use that. And you're like, no, 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 Furbies. So you're like, whatever you do, I think it's going to be pretty different, which is cool because music is stale. And so anything you could do to be different is great. Um, are you familiar with Sirenic? Mm-mm. So I, I love his sense of humor. He'll take like a dumb internet meme thing and remix it into a song, but it always has just a stellar beat nice um there's this one where there's like a video where a guy had a pad of butter and he dropped it on his dog and it was just stuck on the dog's head which is like oh of course you can remix that into a song butter dog the dog with the butter butter dog i got the butter on him so is he actually like rapping in this too then is that him I, I i don't know who's rapping in that usually he doesn't provide additional words but this one turned into its own song 
Yeah, that's pretty, it's a really that's good YouTube fun. channel. Want to shout out? The other thing you're gonna want to do uh, is EDM's gonna live and die in the low end. So you're gonna want to find something really good for like a bassy synth, and then really good drums. Um, yeah, I actually the tutorials I've watched. It's usually like, well, let's start with the the drums. Uh, this is all I do. I go doop, boop, boop, and then I do boop, boop, boop. And, you know, I don't like how that sounds, so let's tweak it. And then all of a sudden it sounds better. And it's like, well, no, what did you do? Like, I I, I get I get what a tempo is. What, what was the middle step? Yeah, Between step to... one and step two, what was the what was the half step? You skipped over, you idiot. That's what instructions is. Yeah, l- welcome to, like, 90% of tutorials teaching you music stuff on YouTube. My I remember favorite? the first time. Oh, yeah, go. I I found like a like this is how you mix uh really heavy metal screams like the really low stuff and I was like oh great I wanted this he's like so we load up this uh, this pro plugin right here costs like four hundred dollars we put it in we set uh, set it to this preset and then we're done and it's like I I don't I don't know what you did and also I don't have three hundred dollars to spend on that and he's like you can you can torrent this really easy it's like and also I don't want to torrent it like. You, you didn't fucking teach me anything, buddy. You just wasted my time. And everyone else is like, oh, it's a pretty good tutorial. I'm going to go torrent this and just use this preset. And it's like, I guess I yeah. have to figure out how to do this literally on my own, which yeah. I did, and it took a goddamn while. It's always, uh, I, I, actually, with the trombone thing, I found, uh, oh, what what's a trombone lesson free on YouTube people recommend? Oh, this guy, okay. And like episode one, uh, the trombone was invented in this year. And it's mm. an instrument, and musical instruments produce sound by vibrating. And that, it, and it was like 15 minutes of this. And it was titled How to Play Trombone. And in the entire episode, he didn't even touch it. Like, I had to skip to episode three before he was giving instructions. Jeez. Um, yeah, YouTube's full of that uh, for everything. If you have any specific things that like seemed useful and then weren't, like if you want to send them to me, I can look. I I know production pretty well, and EDM is well. I know production, maybe not pretty well as a qualifier. I should not add yet, but EDM lives and dies on that. I might be able to decipher some stuff based on like what well, they're using or what they seem to be using, but I can't promise anything. Yeah, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to my next step. I'm gonna play with Mixcraft because it comes with a lot of instruments. Oh, and that's I'm good. just going to have to I'm going to play and goof around and just kind of experiment until I understand better what the library is. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to like have to get familiar because there's like filters and stuff you lay over it after that part. But it's like I'm I'm trying to um, I'm trying to structure a song where it's like, does this sound like a song? And that's not working. So I'm going to go back and goof around a bit with the instruments. And maybe find something that will work better and try again. Because I almost was... got something where it's like, oh, this sounds like a beat. And I couldn't make it sound good. And it's like, eh, I understand the beat part, but not the sound good part. So there's a synth called Vital, V-I-T-A-L. And apparently it was a paid thing. And I believe it went free. And... It's an extremely large, extremely powerful synth that is going to be perfect for dubstep, EDM, uh, anything you're looking at. I I think it went free because there's a guy I would watch on on mixing, and he's like, "I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do tutorials on the free free vital synth." So I'll send this to you well, if if, uh, if it if it is free. Yeah, I'll take a look at it. Honestly, I do think I have the tools right now. I just I don't understand the thought process of like how do you actually make a drum backing and then how do you actually build the melody over it? You know what I've been listening to is um well Daft Punk, like their first album. Okay. It's so painfully simple and repetitious. But people seem to like it. And I'm trying to dissect that where it's like, okay. I feel like I could recreate around the world if I wanted to. Sure. Or or one more time rather. That one's even simpler. It's like, okay, I gotta I gotta think a little more. I gotta play with what I have and make my own one of these. And then get like more experimental as I get more familiar with the software. Yeah, that's probably a good way to go. Um 
I don't know how to make music, but I uh, we, we we know we know we know a guy we know a couple guys that know how to make music. Are they are they the Sonic guys? It's Sonic and Tails and Knuckles. They made their own soundtrack. Yeah, we uh we went through the first about half of this of this mix last week with all the old school nostalgic Sonic games. We had a really good time, and uh, the last half is. Mostly Sonic Heroes and other weird Sonic shit that I'm not, not nostalgic about. But is the music good and can we talk about it and have fun? And I think the answer is oh, yes on both accounts because it's Sonic music. And they seem to know their shit. My guess is you haven't played any of these games. Uh, I think Sonic Mania might be on here a bit. And I have played that. Okay. There's there's exactly one Sonic Heroes song, so I found it interesting that you said most of it is Sonic Heroes. Oh no, never mind. Sonic Forces. I'm dumb. Which one's Forces? Okay. No, I guess you're you're right, but still, um, Sonic Heroes is the first one we want to do here. This is yeah. Rail Canyon, and I'm gonna start this right now. Uh, Sonic Heroes is a weird game. Because it just kind of felt like a good Sonic game. And it was, uh, I don't know, no one expected it to. I'm, I'm really enjoying this song. There's uh, there's some cool mixing stuff on here. I, li- I really like uh, the bells that are panned. But also, like, the, the gu- it's guitar and it's drums. And it's like, oh yeah, Sonic, like, hardcore embraced butt rock. Like, they just did. And I fucking love this music. Like, this is such cool background music for a game. Like, no other games do this except maybe Doom. Like, this is super distinct because it is just really guitar-heavy music. Yeah. It it is, uh... I I think someone... No, how do I put this? Someone once described the the Sonic the Hedgehog soundtrack as a double-edged sword where you run the risk of um, of like pushing people away by being too tryhard about it but at the same time nothing else feels as appropriate when you get into yeah. these like, metal tracks with the aggressive guitar going I mean the entire level because I'm watching it, he's basically just surfing on like train tracks over like a giant canyon where if he falls he will die and yeah like this fucking fits Yeah, Sonic Heroes is a pretty good game. I remember when this came out because I remember because you're like you got the three of them right, and like yeah. I, that was such a weird thing that people either really liked or really hated. But it seems kind of cool. Yeah, I think that's actually a good way to summarize like the entirety of today's playlist. Is each of these games has a terrible gimmick tied to it that people loved or hated. Alrighty, what's the next one? Oh, Sonic and the Black Knight. Now, do you even remember this game? Because I forgot about it until I was looking for songs. I think I want to say I remember, like, the G4 review of this game. I think G4 was still around when it came out. Probably. And, uh... I don't think anybody liked this game. It was like, hey, what if Sonic had a sword and wasn't fast some of the time. Did you do that when he was a werewolf and not fast? I feel like we've been here before. And the funny thing too is, like, this music does not fit the game at all. And this Um, is another one. There's lyrics on here, right? Like, it's just still going for it. Yeah, it's going for it, but I feel like they told the guys, like, hey, make more Sonic music. And they're like, okay... But they didn't give them direction of, like, how tonally different the game would be. I mean, it sounds like fucking hair metal. Yeah, but you're, like, running slow and fighting with swords. It's like, what? It's it's super dumb. Like, does this actually play during a level, or is this, like, the theme song? Um, this might be a boss music. I don't remember exactly. I I think we rented this, and I can't remember anything about it. That sounds fair. I just, I kind of like the sound, so I did want to include it on the soundtrack here. It just, uh... <laughs>
it, it's super distinct, right? Like, it, no other games sound like this. Oh, okay. Sonic and Lee start playing here. Oh. Now, I like this game. I feel like I can talk more to it. I remember this game because this game was like, this is the one where you, you turn into the werewolf in this one? Yes. Okay. Because I remember when I was first listening to this playlist, uh, the Dragon Road song, which is the one we're listening to, came on. Like, this is a legitimately really, really cool, cool song. And the level is fucking dope. Yeah. It's beautiful. It really is. I think this game is responsible for the direction all the other Sonic games took afterwards. The gimmick of being a werewolf is terrible because you're just you're slow. Right. And it's like the werewolf levels will take you six minutes to finish. And then you'll play as Sonic during the day. It's like you're traveling the world too. It's Earth. So it, you go to China and you're the werewolf, um, and you gotta fight all the Chinese robots, and it's just slug, like, come on. And then day comes, and you get to be Sonic, and you speed through level in, like, a minute 30. Yeah, and I mean, I'm like watching run- it. Yeah. And uh, it looks like it's it's one of those Sonic games where you just hold forward, and it kind of plays itself. It doesn't look engaging to watch. It no. is pretty fun to play, like when you get the nuance of it, there's actually it, it's a it's a satisfying thing to do correctly. Um, I would say this I almost want to compare it to like level. Mirror's Edge, where when you get the controls really down, you realize, oh wait, I can do this even faster if I do it right. Sure. I mean, it's really cool. The level's really pretty. The music's pretty. I don't think they fit like. I, I don't know if there's a lot of, like, Asian influences in this song, despite them, like, literally being in, like, China and running on Chinese dragons, and, and the the rockets he's taking are, like, fireworks. I, I guess I would expect a little more influences for the, the you know, it, it doesn't fit quite. Like, I like it separate together. I don't know if it works for me. Uh, level's really cool. I'm watching them fight the boss right now. It's kind of a neat fight. Camera changes. I love the concept. I, this game looks so pretty, too. All the sites were interesting. I remember Italy, especially, like, running through Venice, styled buildings, at least. It's just like, wow, this is actually kind of... Like, this feels more next-gen than Sonic 06 did. Oh, Sonic 06. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Dude, the that one, like, fire level, where everything's falling apart... Because uh, that's in Sonic uh, Generations. They redid it. Awesome level. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Great music. So. Uh, looks like Sonic Colors is next with Area Sweet Mountain. So, yeah. Sonic Colors is a weird game that a lot of people refer to it as being stranded on the Wii U. Because no one bought a Wii U. Yeah, I suppose. It, it, yeah, it was exclusive there. So a lot of people never even played this game. I think they're actually going to re-release it this year on other systems. So it's weird seeing people get excited for Sonic Colors because it takes me back like six years. Where it's like, what? what? Well, the thing is, it's like everybody I know liked Sonic Colors when it came out. Like, I don't know, not a lot of people bought it because of the consoles on, but the people who did were like, no, this is a really cool Sonic game. Yeah. I believe it was a little more like Mario. Like, there's a lot less running super fast, more of like getting power-ups, solving puzzles. So it it was was a lot more 2D, and you had this gimmick of getting the little space aliens that will give you a different move. So it's like you get the one guy, and he'll shoot you straight up in the air. Or you get this one, you can push through rocks. Cool. And so there were some, like, alternate paths and puzzle solving that way. But it kind of felt like the old Genesis games in some ways. Oh, nice. 
um, like the slower levels. Like we, we talked about, um, like chemical plant sound, where you you ride on blocks a lot, and it's like a water level. Yeah. There was that kind of vibe, where even though you have moments where you run fast and you loop you loop, it's kind of like, oh, how do we get around this here? Oh, we gotta do this. Okay, I got it. Okay, I got it. And then your reward is you get to run fast again. You know, it's funny too. So, like the last one we looked at, like the the gameplay for that level was like I don't know, two and a half, three minutes. Uh, the gameplay for this level is 19 minutes. <laughs> and those are fucking different numbers, Cameron. Yeah. But they're they're structurally pretty different games. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm zooming ahead like 11 minutes, and now it is definitely a 2D platformer. But also, like, I appreciate that it is different. Like, that's really cool. Like, good and for them. And I think them. also, um, these had like three acts. But each act was totally different. Like, they even have different music, too. Um, oh, really? Yeah, so Sweet Mountain was like, it's a sweets and desserts themed amusement park. And the first part is like you're running around on roller coasters and bump cars and stuff. Yeah. And then, like, part two is like you're behind the scenes and inside the mountain um, with all the rails and stuff. And you get into Robotnik's factory that's hidden inside. Act three, like there's a progression along the way. I like that. I I think there's like clever ways to do that, and that is a clever way to do that. Yeah, it, it was handled well, uh, and it's also just very pleasant. Everything's so bright and colorful that I, I think this came out at a time where a, a lot of people, including myself, were getting tired of everything being gray and dark. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? I, I don't care. I'm going to play this kid's game. I remember, um, kind of reminds me of, like, playing Spiral on the GameCube. And just being, I don't know if that was, like, yes. a good Spiral game or a good game at all, but just being, like, the right age for it and just happy to have something that, like, is a fun cartoon and I get to be a dragon, I can shoot fire and I can shoot lightning and I got to solve the puzzles and just... I don't know, like, that escapism thing that video games can do. When you find a good one of those, and, you're, and you just want to go back and just have fun for a bit, it, like, not think about high school, in my case, or middle school, or whatever it was. I think that was high school. That was on the GameCube. Uh, looks like Sky Sanctuary is next. Uh, this is the Sonic Mania version. No, this is Sonic Generations. Or Sonic Generations. Oh, I've played this one, too. Sonic Generations yeah. is fucking awesome. That is a great game. Yeah, it is. I feel like they got some 2D design pretty well hammered out. But the like the running forward segments, those were the best parts of Unleashed. Yeah. And then improved upon. Like I would recommend Sonic Generations over Unleashed any day. Also, like, the weird, um, fourth wall breaky, like, narrative nonsense in that game, like, was really fun. It was cool. It was. It was self-aware enough that it's like, hey, if you're playing this, it's because you like Sonic. We're not yeah. going to hide that fact and pretend that we're trying to convince you to like Sonic. I hope at some point we get a Sonic Generations 2, and they just, like, they could use the same engine. I don't give a shit. That game looked fine. Remake the levels I like. Get drip feed me that nostalgia for like the good Sonic games, and even the shitty ones would make them good. Let's fucking go. Sky yeah. Sanctuary is such an awesome level, though. Good God, and like being able to play this in 3D and like run through it that way was—that was, that was amazing. surreal. That was so <laughs> I, good. I remember the first time I found a cloud and you bounce on it the same way, and I was like, ah. That might have been like one of the happiest, like. Okay, maybe not one of the happiest, but I was like insanely happy playing that game. Like I could not, and I played that game with a with a mouse and keyboard because I didn't have a controller at the time, and uh, I'm a dumbass. Well, I, I had like this fucked up, stupid control scheme to make it work, and I still had like a blast playing that. I need to play I it love, again. I really do. Yeah, I love the boss um, where they recreated the Song of Hedgehog 2 and boss, where it's the giant robot Robotnik. Yeah. And it's like, how did they... They captured the feeling of it so well. 
it's really bizarre to picture this being like the same team that makes other bad games. Yeah. It's like, wait, do they understand? Why did they do Sonic Unleashed? <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. God, I love the and scared. How bright and happy this song is, and like, I don't know if the level's exactly happy, but like, you feel happy playing it because it is so cool, and you're way up in the sky, and you feel like you're on top of the world, and this like level music is just like, guess what? You're on top of the world, motherfucker. You're gonna save the day. You're gonna save the planet. You're gonna beat the bad guy. Dude, like, I spurred perfect. out when we found that uh, that Sonic the Hedgehog world on VR Chat with the the robot from Sonic and Knuckles. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? I don't know. If we went to two Sonic levels last time we played, but I don't know if I remember that. No, this is a little while ago. Oh. But it, it's the robot that Knuckles fights for like the end of his campaign. Okay. I don't you remember I don't that remember one this. with like the really cool design. I don't remember this. I'm sorry. Was oh, I there wow. or did I leave? I'm surprised is all. Let's go back. Yeah, we'll go. I'll show you again. It just I spurred out so hard because it has a power up mode where you like you Dragon Ball Z charge up and turn golden, and I'm standing on the Master Emerald and like exploding energy, and it's like. This is all I wanted when I was five or whatever. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh man, there's there's some special feelings in the nostalgia here. God, I could listen to this song forever, but we have uh, Blossom Haze from Sonic Mania next. And Sonic yeah, so Mania this is was one a of good the game. original ones. Such a, like, this, this song starts off so strong. Like, I'm already just like, I want to dance. Granted, I'm near the bottom of my glass of brandy, and this was a very tall glass of brandy. <laughs> I, I yeah, was at that weird moment where, strong. like, do I, do I pour the whole thing in, or do I try to make this last two days? It's like, let's just pour the whole thing, and it's like, shit, that's, that's a little more than I thought. Don't you hate that? It's like the worst part of being an alcoholic. I, well, I think the worst part is the other things, but yeah. It's not a good part of it. Oh, yeah, those things those things are bad, too. Bad parts. This song's about... cool. <laughs> so, yeah, Sonic Mania, I wanted to put this in later just to acknowledge the original tracks they did. Because the new levels were very good. I think they yeah. relied way too much on nostalgia because they didn't have to. Uh, it's weird because, um, so, my other podcast, John Luke and Alex, are much younger than us. And so they don't have, like, the big nostalgic connection to, like, the Genesis Sonics, right? And neither of them are really that, like, high on Sonic Mania. Whereas I was like, but guys, it's like Sonic when I was a kid, but I'm an adult now. They made it, they did it, they did it, and it's great. And they're just like, yeah, I don't know, I, I don't know if I like the game through the loop, I feel like, uh, blah, blah, yada, 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 like... So, so, it is a weird series because it's still relevant, but there is a certain level of, like... You have to have been a kid to appreciate it. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's kind of how nostalgia is. I, I think there's stuff in the 70s that my parents would get excited about, and I just don't. Sure. Um, but then there's exceptions where, like, I really fell in love with Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't actually nostalgic for it. It was, like, genuine interest. So, I don't know. The fact that new Sonic games still sell well... I know there's something to him that kids still get excited about, you know? He's a good mascot. He is. Uh, I, I love that cliche that autistic kids love him, but when I was teaching Sunday school, there was this one kid who was autistic, and I remember the day he found out that I also like Sonic was, like, the day that he opened up and started, like, interacting with the teachers more. Because he just, he felt alone. And it was like, oh wait, sure. you like Sonic too? And I was, I was, I sat down with him, and we're both drawing Sonic. And he's like, have you played Sonic Unleashed? And I was like, yeah, I like Sonic Unleashed. I like the fast levels. And he's like, well, I like the, I like the werehog levels. And he, he would draw Sonic as a werehog, like stretching his arms out and punching robots. And then I would draw like loopy loops and Sonic jumping over stuff. And it was very interesting how. The other, the other adults would talk to me afterwards and go like, like, wow, I can't believe you, you connected to him. Like, how did you, how did you get to his level? Like, how did you, how did, how did you like lower yourself? Is like, I don't, I don't remember the words they were using, 
That's, but it's that's, like how that's do, terrible. How did like you dumb yourself though. down to child level so you can communicate with the stupid children? And I'm like, I like Thonic. I the knuckle he flies. Yeah. Um, I remember um when I was in, in in middle school and elementary school, and I like Sonic, and my brother likes Sonic, and my brother has always been a decent artist. And uh, so you know, you're like amongst all the other kids, you know, after school waiting for your parents to come pick you up, and they had like this big. Uh, kind of rec area that you know you just hang out there's legos and paper and and crafts and arts and and whatever and uh he would draw sonic and he would like draw him really well based off of like what he saw in cartoons comic books and other people would draw like you know they just take a crayon in their fist and make like a big blue circle and then just like scribble on it with white and black like look i drew sonic and he would get so fucking bad he's like that's a shitty drawing that's not sonic he wouldn't say shitty but he's like that's not sonic this is sonic and he'd show him his drawing and it'd be like i copied the page from the comic book but i didn't trace it because i know how to draw really well and uh i don't know it's kind of funny to think like there's certain things that will probably never change and i think drawing sonic (laughs) is one of them Uh, yeah yeah, I used to be that kid in, in elementary school where it's like, if anyone else wanted a picture of Sonic, they would just come up to me and say, hey, can you draw Sonic? And I'd go, yeah. And I would do it. And they'd go, oh, wow, you did. Nice. Um, remember last week when I was drawing Sonic on VR chat? Yeah, dude, you did a really good job. <laughs> I With spray paint, I made the whole title screen to Sonic the Hedgehog 1, um, except it was Sonic the Baller. And the Sega logo was like cool um, graffiti language. That was fun. That Um, was good. That was that was fun. But on the subject of uh, childhood autism, let's talk about Sonic Forces. I almost bought Sonic Forces on the sole principle that I was like, "Hey, do you want to make a Sonic OC and save the world with Sonic?" And it's like, "Well, that's the the Dragon Ball game that I played. What was that one called? Um, Xenoverse." Yeah, that one was great. Zeno I had a lot of fun saga. making an OC in Dragon Ball and, and fighting Go uh Vegeta or not Vegeta, uh Frieza with Goku. Like, holy fuck. I should play yeah. that game again. That game is really good. I honestly Sonic Forces is really good too. For the same reason. I, I put it on my Steam wish list. When it's on sale, I'll let you know. Okay. Oh my god, that would piss Joe off so much. I still haven't beaten Doom Eternal, but then I'll buy Sonic I, Forces. He's be like, Joe, this is my Sonic OC. Dude, you should get the Doom like DLC and dress up your OC like the Doom guy. And so That'd when he funny. questions it, you can say, no, 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 this is level 5. You haven't seen it yet. He Actually, he's beaten Doom Eternal. He beat Doom and Doom Eternal before I beat Doom Eternal. And I've been <laughs> playing it like way longer than I... I keep meaning to, and then I find other things to do or I'm tired. Like, playing video games to me is work. Like, I I don't play video games to relax. I have to, like, be actively engaged in doing things. If I want to relax, I'll pick up a book, which I've been doing way more lately. Mm-hmm. I like how this song is titled Fist Bump. I, yes, yeah, so this is the theme of Sonic Forces, which, as we talked about, you make your OC and you team up with Sonic. Uh, but I sent you the instrumental version. Did you bother to look up the lyrics? There's lyrics to this? So I want to send you this and get your like live reaction now. Oh, dear. Because honestly, it is so like, I, I don't know how to put it into words. Um, It's corny. It's like almost campy, but it also feels right. Uh, If you're doing a level where you're playing as your OC and Sonic... There's a part where the two of you team up and you like it's like you turn invincible to push through Eggman's forces, right? Okay. So that's the context. I, I sent you this here. Yeah, there it is. Okay. I clicked on it. Stage seven, Arsenal Pyramid. Oh my god. So, I wanted you to hear that, like, with the context of the level going and everything. So, that was... That was dumb. It's dumb, but it's like a guilty pleasure. 
It, so it reminds me of like power metal, but the singer doesn't have the ability to hit high notes, and so he's like singing power metal in his modal voice. And there's a disconnect there, because I'm expecting him to be like falsetto for those notes based on the music behind them, and they are not. They're just like his speaking voice if he's singing with his speaking voice. I'm going to have to find like a better cover, because I bet someone's done it with a little more of a metal like theme to it probably um but i just i love the words to the song so much it feels like it's too cheesy for a saturday morning cartoon it really does there i don't even know where i would put that other than like a sonic game yeah like it's, it works it fits it's dumb as it shit does but fit. more power to you sonic yeah it's uh <laughs> I like this game. I feel like it got uh, a bad rap. I think it got a little underrated because it came out like the same time as Mania. They kind of said, hey, are you nostalgic? Uh, here's Sonic Mania. Hey, are you autistic? Here's Sonic Forces. And then <laughs> I'm like, I'm Cameron. I'll take two of both. And it's like, I'm just enjoying both these games. And everybody's like, I can't. Did you get Sonic Forces ironically? And I'm like, yeah, I got an ironic copy and an unironic copy. There you go. You showed I don't know what else to tell you, man. Like I said, I, I was really close to buying that game. Just like on the premise alone. I was like, this sounds, it sounds That's so dumb, did. but so charming. Like, And I was just pleasantly surprised that it was fun to play through. Honestly, it was a, it's a weird thing. It's a little jank. It's not like Sonic Mania where they 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 play with nostalgia, but I feel like they almost do in a way because parts of it feel like it's from an Archie comic. Like it feels like a comic book storyline. It's like what happens? Sonic dies. Wait, really? And yeah, Sonic dies and Robotnik takes over the world and it's about the resistance, like the freedom fighters. But it's are comes back trying to, life, to stop like, Robotnik and they're looking, they're like recruiting new heroes. And then your character has this tragic backstory where your whole village was destroyed by Robotnik and they let you run away out of pity because you're such a loser. So oh, you, you want to redeem yourself. But then time traveling Sonic shows up and says, hey, way past cool. Oh, yeah. I don't know what kind of little animal OC I want to make. Well... <laughs> There's, it, it's funny because it's like it's you technically have said. options, but also they all just have circle heads. That and is It's true. like, oh wait, these characters all look the same. It's great. Just pick your favorite color that matters more. Purple. We're gonna do purple, everybody. You could get purple and then have old bunny ears. That sounds fun. So um, next Sonic, we... we have two two Sonic Forces songs. Should we do both of them, or do you want to skip ahead? Well, we're we're at, what are we at? We're at 48 minutes, so we're actually almost done with the show. Should we do, like, one more Sonic Forces song and then do the bonus two after? Uh, well, yeah, we actually we got a, a reader email here. Really? Um, Yeah, Richard wrote in and said, oh. I, I hope you uh, the infinite theme for Sonic Forces. And then he farted and dropped all of his tacos. How many tacos did he drop? Three tacos. That's a lot of tacos, Richard. So for Richard, let's go ahead and do infinite's theme. I sounded because really drunk when I said that. This is <laughs> this has this is the okay, man. I'm stuttering over this. It's like a the the polar opposite of fist bump, where it fits in this very uniquely, but it's also so cringy. It's a guilty pleasure. Dude, the, the oh, I remember this. Okay, so the instrumental to this sounds fucking dope when it starts. Like, like I'm like bobbing back and forth. And then it hits like the guitar hits and it's like, oh shit, this is a cool ass rock song. And I know this motherfucker's gonna start singing and it's gonna piss me off. Yes. No, that's Let's exactly what it. happens. There we go. So what I love about Infinite as a villain is that he's a, a Sonic OC villain. His like whole backstory is that he used to be a weak, 
character like you, but he decided to be strong, so that's why he wears the mask. And his powers are to pull universes together from the shadows and the void. And it's just like, I feel like I know this character. Like, the first time I saw him, it's like, oh my gosh, they commissioned someone off DeviantArt to design this. Dude, this guy's a shit singer when the chorus hits, too. I know. The the quality of the singing almost makes it better because it's bad. It's like, like yeah, this this is the his rap it's like an amateur quality of, to it. I, I'm trying to think of what band his rap parts remind me of, because it's definitely one I hear on the radio like a couple times a week. And then like he starts singing and it's like, oh, but he's not good at that bit. That's the important bit. I love his boss fights too, because they're actually intimidating. It's like if, like, Linkin Park and Papa Roach had a kid, <laughs> but the kid, uh, the one of the sperm had two tails. <laughs> that was mean, but I'm kind of proud of that joke. No, that's a keeper. <laughs> I, I really like Sonic Forces. It's stupid, man. But we it's do a cover stupid in song. all the right ways. We should not do a cover of the song because we have not finished the cover of the other song we're supposed to do. I haven't looked at worked on that in like a year. Yeah, but you got your priorities, and I'm lazy. No, we should do fist bump, dude. <laughs> the problem is, I want to start screaming to this, and I'm way too drunk to do that properly, and it will sound like shit. Ah, man. I so I I want to compare Sonic Forces to a B movie. Like the same way I like to watch like Dracula versus the Mummy versus Godzilla. Yeah. I, I don't know. There has to be a way to describe those kind of video games because there's like objectively bad games that I play more than like Uncharted 4 or The Last of Us 2. And it's like, I just don't care. I don't want the melodrama. I don't want the AAA polish. Sure. But wait a minute. This guy doesn't know how to sing and they put him as the main theme of the bad guy. Sign me up. <laughs> like, I, I swear I, to God, his voice just cracked. They're like, there's a couple like, oh, he had those notes earlier. Maybe I was wrong on it. And he's just like, ah! And it's like, oh, never mind. Yeah. And they kept it in. They didn't, like, fix that or find somebody else. They're like, nah, this works. Who cares? Honestly, like, I dig this. Like, this is, like, the shitty kind of butt rock I am super on board with. Uh, do you know what the, the band Atreyu? No. Me either, but the, so they're like a band that's been around for a while, and I think they're well respected in whatever genre they're in. I believe it's metalcore, and uh, they put out like new music this year, and their big new single is called like Warrior, and it's the shittiest fuck ass butt rock song ever, and I hate it, and it's terrible, and it plays a lot, and like I'm like okay, their fans got to be mad at this, right? I go to the YouTube, you know, look it up. And most of the fans are just like, oh, thank you, Atreyu. I'm having a hard time, but I, too, am a warrior. Thank you for writing my anthem of the year. And it's like, this this such corny garbage. It makes me mad. I got to go find this for you. And I don't know if you'll have, like, a strong opinion on this, because most people, normal people probably won't fucking care. Atreyu. Okay. Wow, they're, they're, there we go. I spelled the shit out of that wrong. Oh, and also Travis Barker's on here doing drums. He was the drummer for, I want to say, Blink-182. And this is spelled A-T-R-E-Y-U. Yeah, that's hard. What the hell? This sounds like Infinite. Admittedly, this guy's a better singer, but the song is so corny. The tone feels like what they were trying to do when they made the Infinite song. Like somebody heard this and like, oh, this would be perfect. 
like, I believe at one point these guys made music that was respected, and like, their fans apparently like it. But, I hear this on the radio and I'm just like, how can anybody unironically enjoy this song? It is so corny. And it's not to Sonic music. Like, if Sonic were running around, it would be perfect. Like, if you were Shadow when you played this, awesome. Perfect. Or maybe Silver. Yeah, yeah, Silver. Like, Silver running through a city that's, like, half-destroyed and it's raining. Anyways, I just like the video. Fuck you, Atreyu. So, yeah, I, I agree. I like it, and also fuck you. Um, I want to send you one more Sonic Forces video here. Uh, on PC, it's easy to mod. Ooh. So someone replaced Shadow the Hedgehog with a toilet? Is it the toilet you play in VR sometimes, or is it an actual toilet? No, oh, it's, it's an, an actual, actual toilet. Just, it's porcelain, and it has a little porcelain gun that it holds out. But oh also during the cutscenes, like the seat, like the lip flap is the toilet seat. Yeah. Like, oh, it kind of sounds like Solid Snake. Yeah. <laughs> Cut the chatter. I'm on my way. Okay, I skipped ahead to like 217. Oh my god, he's got a gun. Yeah, he's, he's a little porcelain gun. That's you just great. run through the whole level like that. Alright, that's funny. I, I don't know. It's stupid. That makes up for climate change. So the next one is uh, Zebrahead, His World, Sonic 30th Anniversary Symphony. Oh, yeah. So I just wanted to talk about it a little bit. This is apparently a theme from Sonic the Hedgehog, which is the game that came out in 2006. I played through that entire game. I cannot remember a single melody that happened. At all. I cannot. That game is a blur. And the fact that I finished it it's is like this blur. medal of honor that I threw away. So the really funny thing about this is like hearing this as an orchestral piece is really cool. It's very epic. It's neat. And then yeah. it's like juxtaposes footage from Sonic 06. And it's like, yeah, but that game sucked. What are you and doing? And I'm getting these Vietnam flashbacks because right now he's running down the street. And it's like, that level is so buggy. If you hit any of those boxes wrong, you just shoot up to the side and die. And the problem with dying in this game is that the load times are so bad and the checkpoints are so bad that if you run into lives, you waste, I want to say, a half hour getting back to where you were. Oh, really? Because there's like, load time cutscene. Load time. Oh. Dialogue. Load time. Open world city. Walk over to the door. Okay. Load time. Okay, level. Run through most of the level, load time. Run through the second part of the level, load time. Get to the straight ahead sequence that's buggy and you die. And there's a checkpoint after this where you have to do all that again. So looking at this like polished <laughs> score, it's like, wow, this is so epic and cool. And I know the truth. I like Blaze the Cat, by the way, because she, she appeared in like a vague chunk of this blaze is fun i i didn't really learn about blaze until the comic run that like came out a couple years ago and she was like a, a pretty prominent character and she had a cool power set people respected her and i was like and she's a kitty Yay. yeah blaze gets blaze gets my approval blaze is okays then the the sonic 2 music level complete like shit does that bring me back I have Sonic 2 was the first video game I ever played and owned. I have never beaten it. Oh, really? Nope. Wow. Why not? Because that last level is fucking hard, and they're like, hey, the ring problem uh, is solved if we just don't give you rings. Good luck fighting Metal Sonic. And he always kills me. Apparently, there's like a really easy way to cheese him. Like, you go into one of the two corners and just spin dash, and he kills himself eventually. Uh, didn't know that as a kid, or 
most of my adult life, but... Yeah, but you really get better by cheesing, because then how are you going to beat the next boss? I thought he was the last boss. No. Then I've, I've never beaten Metal Sonic in, in Sonic 2. It's it's a cool sequence. I As a little kid, like, my mind flipped out. Like, I could not... I've never seen a video game do this stuff before. And it's so underwhelming right now, but... Uh, one of these days, I think I might own that one on Steam. Like, I should probably try and beat it, especially if I can use, like, save states, and I can just be an asshole and cheese it and be like, well, I'll have a lot of extra lives. I will save here. Because that was a thing, right? Like, if you're, if you're like, six-year-old me, you want to play Sonic 2, it's going to take a couple hours to beat that game. Like, I could never really speedrun it. Maybe the first couple levels. Yeah, I found that last level. I'm going to spoil it. Part of me doesn't actually want to watch this. Oh, you can wait. If you want to actually play the game, I recommend that. I, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna not I think I'm gonna not watch this and we'll see. Maybe maybe this year will be the year I beat Sonic yeah. 2. Let's do Sonic 2 correctly. I should like film it or something. But then it's like, no, not everything I need to do needs to be fucking content, Chad. Piece of shit. Yeah. And, uh, you should enjoy it. You owe that to your your childhood that was unfulfilled because you never beat Robot Sonic. Yeah. Cameron we're at an hour. Are you glad about anything? Are we done? Do we do we do all the Sonic? I think I want to say, uh, the fact that we had a two-parter on this means that I'm glad about Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I, I know agree. the point of this is to bring up something else, but I, really, this is a special. I, I spent all week looking forward to today just to talk about Sonic more. I kind of did too. Like I was like, I can't wait to listen to the back half of that Sonic playlist and chat with Cameron. Like this is this is fucking fun. I I didn't do my warm ups. I was gonna sing the fist bump song like, oh, really? over the lyrics, but I I didn't feel up to that tonight. Because I, I I gotta tell you, I got the whole song memorized. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, how about you? Uh, you got a special glad space to share? Oh, uh, probably. I got a decent compliment at work today. Uh, that no that kind of made me feel good. Just like, because like by a position, I make training videos and I do work instructions. I do technical writing. And my boss is just like, I don't know if you know this, but like all the people that work with you think you're like a rock star. Like you, you do a really good job at, you know, here. And that made me feel good because I, I definitely work pretty hard most days not every day but most days some days half the days uh and, and it's nice like it's nice to hear that that if people talk about me when i'm not around it's generally positive uh so that was that was cool yeah i i know for a fact no one's talking about me positive i talk about around. you hiv positive Woohoo! yeah that was that was uh, told to you in confidence and now it's recorded live on air i'm sorry good night everybody good night everybody and remember um sonic uh, no wait what what sonic say at the end of the cartoons uh i don't remember if someone tries to touch you in a place that makes you feel uncomfortable that's no good there's a I want to say you just made that up. No, I, I did it wrong. I, <clears throat> I have to do my Urkel voice. If someone tries to touch you in a place or a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, that's no good. There's no better? way he says that. Well, uh, you know, we're I'm still recording. We're going to look this up right now. No, I just typed it in. Sonic says sexual harassment is no good. High quality. <laughs> High quality? <laughs> Listen to the way he said it and tell me if my take was good. Kids, there's nothing more cool than being hugged by someone you like. But if someone tries to touch you in a place or in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, that's no good. It's your body. No one has the right to touch you if you don't want them to. So what do you do? 
First, you say no. Then, you get out of there. Most important, you gotta tell someone you trust. Like your parents, your teacher, a police officer. Wow. What kind of wow is that? The 90s was wow. I told you, man. I gotta share this with people. What, 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 what dystopian hellscape do we live in where Sonic has to be like, hey, if someone's trying to molest you, you tell them that's no good. Did you ever see the one where Pee Wee Herman was educating people about crack? No. It's like he, he's so somber looking. And he's holding a bag of crack. He's like, this is crack. I... Holy shit, Abba put out a new song today? I well, what's going on today? Did we fall into a, like a time portal? What what is with September 2nd? Also, you bitch your fuck ass I'm listening to a new Abba song. I don't even like Abba. Just here, click on that link I sent you. Fine. This is a new Abba song. I like this is label director's cut. Well, well, we we went on a journey. I'm still recording, so I'm gonna stop that. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, he just said it can kill you, and I'm like, that's a good place to stop. Thank you, Pee Wee. I want I want to know that I can die. I am mortal, and crack will be the my my uh, Achilles shield. Oh, that's a good phrase, Achilles shield. We got I gotta remember that one. <laughs>